0: <laughs> hey there, fightful faithful! Welcome to the post after the post NXT after party thing we do every Tuesday. I'm your host Alex Palowski. With me, as always, is Kate Hangsler, uh, 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 aka "It's All About the Bangs." Um, sour Graps Lady. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> how you Alex- doing? How you doing, Kate? <sighs> You
1: know, fine. There's some people on the internet that I want to punch in the face, but well, I can't. Because that's, that's, yeah the internet. That's a daily occurrence. Yeah. NXT is medium. That's mid. about it.
0: As, as MJF would call it, it's mid. mid.
1: It is like nuts going from full gear <laughs> to... I mean, all of WWE programming.
0: Oh, but my, my God. Yeah. Like, I mean, if 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 Full Gear had been Sunday, and we went from Sunday Full Gear to Monday Raw to this on Tuesday, I mean, Ooh, uh, like, talk about a precipitous drop-off. Like, it's one of those things, like, I have to remind myself that wrestling can be good. Like, i I like, no, no, just like three days ago, you watched one of your favorite wrestling shows ever, dude. Don't, like, yeah. swear off of wrestling entirely. Because Monday and Tuesday on the other channel were terrible.
1: Right. And, like, I don't even think about the fact that you pay for that. <laughs> like, I don't even think about the fact that that was a pay-per-view. It's like the take-my-money gif. Yeah. Um, but before we dig into the mediocrity, yes, that was NXT. Guys, leave a thumbs up on this video. Please get do. Get your super chats in. Get your... Humper chats in by going to Humperchats.com. Works very similar to how the Super Chats work. We just get to keep a little bit more of the cashish, you know what I mean? We keep a little bit more of the of the money. We got uh, you know, we got some debts to pay. We don't want to get our knees broken by uh, by Tony D'Angelo, who started the show. Hey, and before we even get into that. There's two things that I want to get out of the way. Alex is—I made Alex laugh as hard as he makes me laugh. Do you know how long that has taken me? I fall down. <laughs> Alex is turning red. <laughs> I am so happy.
0: Oh wow! I I, the, the, I don't know. I think well, it was the kashish. It was the kashish. Kish- k- k- kashish is the thing I had not. I had not heard, then I just in my mind, hey, we got to get more de Kashish, And hey, I was like, hey, hey. The of the
1: day calendar, hey. And I lost it. I lost it. Before we dig in, two things. One, my parents had the nerve to visit my aunt and uncle. So a special shout out to J.W. Pringle, who they were very sad they weren't going to be able to super chat at today because they won't be watching live. And more importantly, mm-hmm. guys, okay. Cody D'Angelo not only kicked off the show, but you know what I got in the mail this week?
0: What'd you get now? From
1: friend of the show, Joe Evans. Oh. Hey! hey! The Gabagool! The Gabagool. <laughs> Thank you, Joe Evans, for sending me this wonderful shirt. I couldn't believe that it arrived in the mail and that that's what it was. I was so excited. So, until we have our Keep Cool Gobbleghoul shirts, I have this. Bruno's gabagool shirt. And it was just so kind of him. We thank you, Joe Evans.
0: I, I, just before you get destroyed in the chat, I believe that is a Godfather gabagool shirt.
1: Oh my God, it. no! And uh, I knew that shame just, on shame just, on my brain. I
0: wanted to save you.
1: <laughs> I knew um, that, and I appreciate you. Yeah, yeah. But uh, you shouldn't have corrected me because if you do want to correct me, you can go to humperchats.com and you can <laughs> roast me there as long as you pay money to do it. Guys,
0: Ugh.
1: here's the thing: we started off with Tony D'Angelo and Dexter Lubis. There was no way the show was gonna go up from there. No, you had murderers starting the show, Alex.
0: No. Yeah, no, no, there was this was there was nothing nothing to be done beyond this. We should have known everything was gonna fall apart by the end. Um, yeah. I mean, there was some there was. I I'm like there was some good stuff. I was like, was there? Like I'm going back through my head, it's like, was there anything good on this show? Like, I don't think I don't think there was. Like I mean, like, Raquel and Dakota was good until the end, but we all knew that end was coming, and they really and now the end makes me think like maybe William Regal is 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 hurt somewhere. Maybe he's like locked in a closet somewhere and can't get out. Because they're they're, they're making too many war games announcements without him. And I'm just I'm very I'm worried. Sorry, about they're it.
1: making or, too
0: many what? Uh, they're He's not saying it, so I can't say it. They're making too many war games announcements without him. And I, 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 I until until the inevitable uh, super chat comes in telling me to say things like uh, William Regal, I can't do it in his voice because I, for for respect out of respect to the man, we don't know where he is. We don't know if he's all right. We just know he's missing. William, if you're out there, Billy. We love you. Please come home.
1: There's somebody that agrees with you, and it's WWE Mark who thought it was a boring show, waited for Dakota, and got that ending. So someone immediately on the same page with you. Yes. Um, Another person just in general saying, I really don't like the NXT crowd. Camera cuts are nauseating, and Grayson Waller, to you point, it, your point, is basically Vince's sock puppet. Thank God for the Spidey trailer. There were even some some mixed opinions on that some people were not excited about that spider-man trailer
0: listen there's a lot like there's a lot of stuff that if i was doing if i did sour graps for for, for marvel movies <laughs> almost all of it would be where are the rest of you but like, <laughs> humanity as it is at stake where are the rest of you you're not just like hey let's just let's just throw doctor strange and spider-man and spider-man's friends at a problem that will end life on the planet as we know it, where are the rest of you? I could do that to every Marvel movie, but I'm not going to do that.
1: There was a comedian I followed who said, "The problem with Spider-Man is like, what if he's just caught in a wheat field? What's he gonna, what's he gonna shoot his cobweb thingies at?" His, well, that's, like- that's
0: why he, that's why he lives in New York, and he can only really work in New York.
1: Okay, but like all it takes is one villain to be like, I don't know, let's move this emergency to Iowa. It is.
0: he's well, he, he, I would I would accept like if there was a, if there was a planetary emergency happening in Iowa, I would accept why Spider-Man isn't there because somebody would have told him, "Listen, kid,
1: respectfully,
0: respectfully, this is not your place. <laughs> this is not this is not where we, we need you." Go to to New York. I'm sure there's a mugging going on over there. Could you do something about that?
1: Head down Um. to the docks. We (laughs) have another super chat. Also on topic, you guys setting up segues for us today. Hey, Kalex, love you guys. Well, we love you, nerd guru. I'm worried for Regal's well-being. So are we. Mm. Happy Mm -hmm. Cowboy Shit Day Eve. I love it so much. And I watched the new Spider-Man trailer instead of this. BS. very fair. Uh, I'm also worried about William Regal. and. someone should super chat William Regal stuck in a closet, maybe with Samoa Joe and him just saying war games going slowly insane. Uh,
0: I would would accept him being gone for this long, both of them. If we found out they were literally tied back to back on chairs, like tied back to back, like (laughs) Indiana Jones and his dad, just waiting to be rescued, just screaming at nothing, like in a soundproof room. And then afterwards we got like hidden city security cam footage of of them just like trying not to 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 go insane by like like i don't know telling stories to each other be kind of fun
1: and samoa joe is catatonic and william regal's trying to explain to him that if he just stood up he could just stand up
0: (laughs) yeah just stand up and it would
1: fix everything but another super chat before we finally dig in here nxt is the only wwe show i watch and still watch live and it's because of you guys well Thank you. I think that's the biggest compliment we get is when people are like, I don't even want to watch the show, or I don't watch the show. Um, and you guys still watch us. That means a lot to me, so I appreciate it. <sighs>
0: Evan E says, as someone who lives in Iowa, I can <laughs> confirm Spider-Man would be screwed. Right? Yeah.
1: My goodness. That's yeah, true. And because um, we mentioned my parents, J.W. pringle chive again. <laughs> hey! It's the after show that's longer and better than the actual show. Enjoy your time with family Kate's mom and dad happy thanks gobble happy thanks gobble oh my gosh you guys Thank are the cause,
0: best cause in 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 Italy turkeys don't go gobble gobble they go gobble 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 ghoul.
1: well I guess I know what I'm dressing up like next week <laughs>
0: okay, um so is as, as, as,
1: fest
0: yeah we yes as we, as we mentioned uh for the show started with with uh, with Tony D coming out first and I was like, well, we're off to a fantastic start um I, I yeah I'm, I'm i'm I was I was happy to see him first uh, I love him coming out and I also like like him like like I feel like there's very few guys that he wouldn't be a tough guy to, but perhaps, Actual serial killer right. Dexter Loomis is one of them, and he was kind of unnerved by it. But I actually really liked the way the match was put together. Um, And I, I, I mean, I don't know, man. This Tony D'Angelo started out as a as a meme, and like he's he's good. Like he's actually really good. I, like there's so much of of what what makes wrestling uh, appeal to me personally, as 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 a as a former theater kid and a professional actor for many years. Um is is acting in the ring, and there's just this moment of his of of okay, so an Irish rip, rip, whip reversal is one of the most common things in wrestling. Tony D'Angelo um, was like, "I'm gonna Irish whip you," and he was like, because he was angry at, at at Loomis for for getting getting in his face.
1: But it was an Italian whip.
0: Tony Daniel like
1: can't Irish whip someone. No, That's wouldn't. just No, wrong. he would never.
0: He would. I listen. The only whips I use is Italian. Also cool. I like Cool Whip as well. But, um, <laughs> I put it on my pie. It's fantastic. Um, ah, uh, but but he reversed it. He was reversed in a way that made him go, "Whoa, shit!" Like you could see his eyes get big, and he was like, "Oh crap!" Now I got like. There's certain little things that you watch, especially in NXT. You watch wrestlers who are just doing it. And it's as perfunctory as possible. It's just this way of like, this is the next thing that happens in this match. And I, it takes me right out of it. But but he brings me back. He, just what I thought I was out. He brings me back in. Um. So yeah, I I, I really enjoyed this. I, I also love that he honestly stomps on people in the ring like Robert De Niro in Goodfellas. Like with his arms all flailing off yes. the side as he stomps. It's great. He needs to, like, wrestle in dress shoes just to get the extra stomp. Um, uh, yeah, I thought this was was, was good. Um, of course, like, I love that he winds up on the outside and immediately says, I think I will grab this easel, by the way. Dexter Loomis drew him in his art style, sleeping <laughs> with a fish. And I thought that was very cute. You but he know. says, I'm going to take this easel, which houses this portrait of me. And I'm going to bring this easel in the ring to beat him with. <laughs> I just thought that was very, very ingenious. Like, use what is available to you, Tony. Way to, way to go. Um, and the ref takes it, so he's like, fine, thumb to the eye. Uh, and then kick to the balls with nobody watching. And then uh, does his little, his his uh, rolling fisherman suplex deal that he does. Like, it's a twisty thing. I like that. He gets the win. Awesome. He gets the win. I mean, was it, was it clean? No. But it's as clean as, as he should ever win. Like, he should always do something a little underhand. Really disappointed he doesn't insist on handing the 50 spot to the ref before every match the way he did for his first match. I think that should be a thing he always does. But um, afterwards, then it becomes like, okay, Tony D'Angelo, you're no longer the most important thing here. And I I wanted him to be upset by this. Because Carmelo Hayes and Trick Williams come out to attack Dexter Loomis and he just gets out of the way. He's like, okay, fine. But I'm like, hey, hey, I was trying to enjoy my victory over here. I get my hand raised. What are you dudes coming in here messing everything up for? Ah. I wanted something like that, but I didn't get it.
1: So a few things, just to piggyback off of what you were saying. I, too, really liked this match. I liked the idea that somebody in this match was supposed to be a face and they're both serial killers. Like, yes. that's just good, good old-fashioned mm-hmm. pro wrestling fun something that Tony D'Angelo has established very well in the beginning is that he is a wrestler who can wrestle, but he comes from a world of violence that isn't necessarily like, he's not Kushida. I mean, thank God it's not jacket time, but like he, he always has one foot in each world and not in a way where it's like, he's half committed to either, which I, I really like, like, Everything he does feels like this guy who's a mobster, but he also feels like a professional wrestler, which is very, very tricky when you have a gimmick like that, I feel like. It's very difficult to sell to a character and still come across as a pro wrestler. Also, the fisherman suplex should absolutely be called the sleep with the fisherman suplex. It's right there. I mean, come on. Um, but I agree. I It's so shenanigan heavy. And, like, unnecessarily so. I just... I felt like I don't know, we have all these really dumb vignettes. I'm I'm with you. I wish this victory was just like this was it and then you could have set up what else you were doing elsewhere on the on the show. It's not like we haven't seen weird bus station vignettes for the past 3 weeks. So, uh, you know, find a different moment, but good enough, but I'm with you like you obviously have something. I think you're right. I think at first it was ironic and it turns out he's really good. Um, but he's he's the talk of the town either way so like capitalize on that let him have his moment uh why didn't lash legend have something to say about this why didn't you know what i mean like i feel like there should have been the whole locker room should be thinking this guy is a joke and also terrified of him right so let's play that up because this guy comes across like a goofball but he's literally throwing people in trunks so like have somebody else come out and and marry those things because um, I'm with you. The story here should be the guy that is, that is hot. And the two guys that are hot right now are Tony D'Angelo and Bron Rikakar. Right. Uh,
0: we got a, we got a, a very, uh, a humper chat from Peter Bratters, uh, who says, hi, just wanted to drop my first ever chat and give some love to my fave hosts and show on Fightful as the channel has been a support system for my mental health. Well, you're very, very welcome. Uh, uh, and I'll be late to the party due to the UK time difference, but hashtag keep cool, Gabagool, hashtag all about the bangs. Um, <laughs> and Jay Shell, our friend Jay Shell, sends a hover chant saying, It's already the best day of my week. I love you guys. We love you too, Jay Shell.
1: We do. And uh, yeah, this is like the best day of my week so far.
0: I'll take um, it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> anonymous mouse sends a humper chat saying i watched the first match with my boy 20d but then i didn't really pay attention to the rest because i got distracted watching the good the bad and the elite have you seen it it's awesome uh anyway how was nxt i'm sure it was just as good right oh yeah just as good just just as good uh yes uh 100 percent yes i'm sure Right.
1: It was very medium. <laughs> Pull up another super chat here from Asian Joe, who sent me my awesome shirt saying, please see some of that. My super chat donation gets sent to the search and rescue efforts for William Regal. Gabagool will be with you and also with you.
0: And Normhausen says, has anyone checked the closet Malachi Black used to be in? Maybe that's maybe oh, that's where he is.
1: And then he, he
0: signs off with, uh, may Gabagool be with you and also with you. Thank you. Yeah. uh and with your spirit
1: and with your spirit
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, I i i dated i dated a catholic girl for uh for like three years um uh, long before i met my wife and uh uh and the first time i ever went to a, a like a catholic thing because i was not i was not raised in the church the first time i ever went to a to a catholic service mm-hmm. i was really freaked out by the <laughs> Be with you and also with you. Like everyone just like it, it, at the same time, also together in this most monotone, zombie sounding voice, and also with you. I was like, What? What is what, what, what did is I get myself
1: happening into? around <laughs> me? Yeah, no, it's an experience if you weren't like raised
0: <laughs> in like, I'm, I'm like 25 years old and been like, Well, what, what have I been missing? Well, because I didn't they, they don't do this in, in, in the movies. In the movies, Catholic Church is always just like you go, you go see the fada. You tell him, you, you're off the guy, and he's like, hey, say 17 Hail Marys, it'll be fine. That's what you do. But in real life, no, you all just stand there and everybody says monotone things out loud. At least that's... That's that correct.
1: Was, that was... That is... Usually the priest sings off-key louder than everybody who's singing a church him, too. Yeah. That's also another consistent <laughs> Catholic thing.
0: Ah. <laughs> oh. Uh, uh, we got, uh, hold on. We go. Oh, uh, uh, Sean Blanford says, good evening, Gabagools. coming off the high of being at full gear. And I'm excited to be spending t- Tuesday with hashtag team kalex. Couldn't care about what happens on the show, except for our boy Tony D getting the big win over sexy dexy. Um, yes, that was, that was good. And I, it is, it, it is, continues to be, uh, fun to like just the, the consistency of, of Beth Phoenix being all in the corner of sexy Dexy, no matter what. I feel it's like he, I feel like he could come ca- to the ring carrying a severed limb, and she'd be like,
1: "Oh, he's so cute." She'd be like, "That limb was on a mannequin. Don't yeah. worry about it." Yeah, and I'm so glad you went to full gear. I can't imagine that was not an incredibly fun experience yeah. to see live. That rules.
0: <laughs> um. So the, Tony, Tony, Tony. Uh, sorry, Tony D gets out of the ring because he. Seeds ground to the magnificent mellow. Um I'll actually really like Carmelo Hayes. I just can't stand the act, him and Trick together. I just don't Carmelo is so far above needing this guy, Trick Williams, to 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 hang out. Like whatever. Um, but they, they decide they're gonna pilmanize uh his arm and eventually
2: This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com Fightful today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot Fightful. It's so flexible and it can help you find that social sweet spot with BetterHelp. That's BetterHelp.com/slash-fightful.
0: Johnny Gargano comes down, um, and uh, and they 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 run away. I guess is that what happens? I know. Well, I, I, Pete I, Dunne I came out, right? Pete, Pete, like, well, Johnny Gargano's there, and he he's like s- issuing a challenge to to <clears throat> you know Carmelo Hayes, uh, and then Pete Dunn comes out and uh, he says. I know you're not doing what I think you're doing. I beat Carmelo last week, and then Johnny Gargano says, "Yeah, with my help, I didn't need your help to beat anybody." i will beat done. I don't care. And then, um, and 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 then um, up 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 on the weird little like um raised platform thing in the in the corner, we get Carmelo and Trick Williams. Trick Williams cuts a horrifically weird and terrible promo about seven dwarves and it's not good or funny or it just feels wrong uh and and then um <coughs> the, i i like that like they they each have a th- like i love that that pete Dunne says i'm the same age as you and i've got 10 more years experience which is like i like that i like that 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 on a show where we're going to talk about later, we have a person who's like identified as you don't need to have any experience at all to be a wrestler. And that's his gimmick. Now to say that out loud. I like that Pete Dunn is like, no, I'm really young. And yet I have 10 years experience, which makes me better than all of you. And I'm only going to get better because I'm still so young. I like that. He's housed in, in that particular area. Um, and I, I, I thought that the banter between Gargano and, and Dunn and, and, and Carmelo was fine. But I really appreciated that it was Carmelo's idea to do the triple threat. Because I, I, I think that <clears throat> that shows that he does have that confidence in himself. Correct. Like every heel champion is always like, it's not fair that I'm in a triple threat. That way somebody has to, if somebody could pin each other, and I don't even have to figure in the discussion. I throw up, I'm throwing a fit. Um, but he's not like, no, give them both to me at the same time because I'm going to beat their asses. And I think that that shows that like, oh, I want to I want to actually pay attention to this guy because he's got the proverbial testicles.
1: So a few things about this one, my notes just say, uh oh, there goes Pete Dunn making sense again. Uh, <laughs> I loved the age. I loved him talking about having a win. And I love that Carmelo was like, because don't miss. And he was like, yeah, but yes, you do. You did. You just did when I beat you. That was really, really well done. That was the only thing that felt normal and organic about this. I too appreciate that the heel wanted to take both of these guys on because one, I don't really like triple threats and it makes the least amount of sense when a baby face calls for them. And usually for whatever reason... I guess everybody assumes that viewers don't know the rules of a triple threat because that is what they tell you every time. I don't even have to be pinned to lose the title. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, yeah, we know what a triple threat is, and we could wrap our pretty little heads around it, even if we didn't. Um, So I'm definitely with you on that. I just and I think it's partly the name, the North American title. Um, I cannot get past this. I'm a top champion North American title thing. It's just not the top championship in the company. So if you want to say you're an overdog, if you want to say you don't miss, all of that is fine. And I get you're going for the whatever title I have is the thing that matters thing. It just doesn't work because there's a definitive ladder and it's specifically built out by the titles of the name until you get to the whole wide universe, right? So I it just, every time, it's just so stuck in my craw about that. Um, and the trick Williams stuff, guys, if you ever run into Vince McMahon, if you ever have a passing conversation, if you ever have an email communication, if you ever, for some reason he texted you and you were like, LOL, wrong number, don't show him you're funny. Don't do it. No, nope. don't do it. Cause God forbid there's a follow-up communication. He's going to be like, that person was funny. But you know who knows funny? Me. And I'm going to tell you how to be funny because you're naturally funny. But I know I know more than you about being funny. Don't be funny at Vince McMahon. Be incredibly be as serious as a Catholic mass responding to the priest. That's how somber you need to be. Uh, uh,
0: Yes, agreed, agreed, agreed. uh, i I think I think I think this version of of trick is very much not my bag baby. like I am not at all I- into what they're doing with him um uh, because like I don't I, the, I don't feel like Carmelo needs a mouthpiece like if he had a heavy no. if he had a like if for example, Heo Odyssey Jones. Behind Carmelo Hayes, now that's something I can get behind. Like that's that that makes that makes sense to me. Carmelo, like you don't when you have a, a a a sidekick for a heel champion, they shouldn't be like the great value brand version of that champion. They should be a very different thing to that champion. You know what I mean? Like like Carmelo Hayes is amazing, and Trick Williams might be there eventually, but he ain't there now. And he's just like, he feels like he's, he's uh, tr- Carmelo's Hayes' like annoying cousin, you know, who showed up at the yeah. family reunion and tries to be cool like his cousin <laughs> Carmelo. And it doesn't.
1: I had a huge problem with this on, in AEW with Lambert, because I was like, why would you put a mouthpiece on Scorpio Sky, a great promo, and Ethan Page, a phenomenal pro- promo, same idea. Like, that right. just doesn't make sense to me. It makes even less sense when that person is a champion, and they accomplish that championship essentially without you. Right. Like, I think he was there when he cashed in, but he earned that through yeah. the tournament. So, it yeah. just, uh, yeah. No, it just, it doesn't work. And I agree with you, like, having a heavy makes sense, mm-hmm. i.e., We'll go across the pond again mjf and wardlow that's something that makes sense um and when one i i just don't get why you give people who are naturally charismatic and good at delivering promos mouthpieces under any circumstance that really doesn't make any sense to me kind of at all ever
0: yeah um <laughs> so uh now 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 we're now we're gonna get uh uh jacket time Still can't believe they're calling them that. Um, and Odyssey which way Barrett
1: said on commentary, which I was both thankful and upset about.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh no! They, they're they're teaming with Odyssey Jones versus Diamond Mine. Um,
1: Who are just beating the shit out of people in the back, by the way.
0: <laughs> yeah. Which um, I love so much. Um,
1: we warm up by beating other people.
0: Go Joe Gacy shows up and he wants to be part of diamond mine. I think actually what I think is he wants to put Harland in it. Like, I think that's the, that's where we're supposed to be getting out of this. So it was like, um, here's my card. You call me. We're going to have a tryout or whatever. And I think that might be the first time we see uh, Harland in, in the ring is like in his tryout and he beats one of the Creed brothers, I think is where we're going with this. Um, because Joe Gacy like, I'll take your card. That's all I wanted to hear about the tryout thing. And then he leaves. Um, so like, again, Joe Gacy isn't inherently offensive unless he's saying really stupid shit. Otherwise I'm like, I'm like, okay, I'll see where this goes. I will give you the rope with which you can hang yourself at a later date if you so choose.
1: Which they frequently do. Uh, Also, if you want a tryout in NXT, it costs eight hundred and thirty-seven dollars and fifty cents, which Malcolm Bivens told us, which I appreciate. Uh, I I don't know how I feel about a champion stable giving open tryouts to kind of anybody. Like there should be a pedigree there, right? Like that's my that's my only thing with that. Now Harland is insane and huge and um you believe the guy could win a match I'll put it that way so that doesn't bother me as much but when you say this person's undefeated and this guy already has a belt and um it it just kind of feels like there should be a better justification there but this is just an appetizer of whatever's coming with that so I'm willing to let it play out
0: Uh, Yeah, I yeah uh, I appreciate that. Bivens also is selling a tryout spot for like nine hundred bucks or whatever he said. Eight hundred
1: thirty-seven fifty. It was very specific.
0: Yes, (laughs) which is nice. Uh, That 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 includes tax. Uh, Perfect. Taxes and fees are included in that. That's fantastic Um, news. Yeah, I I I think that's good. Um, there's a there's a really good um La Knight promo, uh, where he appears to be turning face almost. Uh, because the guy he's feeding with turns heel later, out of the blue, for no reason. So L- L- Larry Aloysius um, like says, like, so people see the way I'm dressed, what I look like, and they want to judge me. Fine, I don't need this watch, I don't need this jacket, I don't need this gold chain, I don't need all of it. Because I came here to be NXT champion, and I'm going to be NXT champion. And that, like, just again, in a vacuum, is a, a, a babyface promo like you you want to judge me I'll prove that you shouldn't be judging me because I'll prove myself in the ring now all of his stuff before that like but kind of kind of belies all the stuff that he did leading up to this moment but okay fine um I I guess we'll see what happens with this but I feel like we haven't really seen Eli Drake do do much in the way of winning in a while
1: you did what I did
0: well, that's, Whenever
1: that's, he does something authentic, you call him Eli Drake.
0: <laughs> because that's a much better name than L.A. Knight and Eli and L.A. You can't tell me they're not supposed to be f- similar. Like Eli and L.A. are the same basic, you know, you know what I mean? Like, and it's L.A. Knight's a dumb name. Like it's like we we kind of let it slide, but it's it's a it's as dumb a name as Bron Breakker. Like it's L.A. No, LA it's not. Knight. Yeah. L.A. Knight is the if name. If it was
1: L.A. Knight, then yes. But we've been over this. Stupid names, no matter how stupid, cannot even sniff the boots of Braun Breaker until there's just an extra L in there. Right, yeah. But <laughs> I'm with you. It's not a great name. But it's kind of like uh, with what they were going for, with the Grimes feud especially, I could get behind Lawrence Aloysius Knight's name a little bit because of, what he was making it out to be. But now the past two weeks that I've really liked what he's done, I, like a Pavlovian response, have put Eli Drake in my notes. (laughs) It's like so innocently done and so unintentional. I really liked this. I really liked this from him. I feel like he's trying so hard. He was like, you can't just come in here and host Halloween Havoc. And I was kind of like, well, Chucky did. And he's not well, even
0: real. That's a, That was my one problem with this promo. There's a lot of this kind of stuff you see on the main rosters. like, you guys are feuding over what now? Yeah. I'm sorry? Who gets to host Halloween Havoc? Like, not, not he cost you a, a victory in a title match. Like, he tried to steal my hosting gig for this thing we're doing
1: only the second most stupid thing to happen leading up to halloween havoc because there was a chance to spin a wheel of chance so um like that's a damned if you do damned if you don't right like i don't want to remember that but it is in their history so you it makes sense to bring it up which i appreciate from him yeah is it stupid hell yeah Mentioning it and then making the rest of the promo about something completely different. Well played Lawrence Aloysius. night. Like, I really liked this. I don't understand why this guy's not on SmackDown.
0: Yeah, I, I I he was he was he came in to NXT main roster ready. Like it's not yeah. like he didn't have years of being on TV experience, not like he can cut a promo to get himself over immediately. Like, I don't understand why he was ever there. Um so, uh, now we get our six, six man tag. Um, and, uh, remember how I was talking about like the people who've only seen Kushida in NXT. I don't know how good he is. Uh, I had, I had a couple of people respond to my, like they took, they took Kushida, one of the very greatest, arguably one of the very greatest wrestlers of his generation. And they did X, Y, and Z with him. And I had a bunch of people coming, in, like, not a bunch, a few coming into my mentions of being like, Kushida, one of the greatest wrestlers of his generations? Really? And I was like,
1: yeah, you, have no, really? you, have
0: no, you, you know nothing of his work. Go away, Google it, watch some YouTube videos, and then come I back I read
1: it. You don't even have to Google it. Just tune into the show. I read his Wikipedia page because I refused to acknowledge jacket time when he's a multi-time <laughs> I know you Yeah
0: yeah 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 no it's anyway um so uh this this match like is is utterly inconsequential to me except for the fact that somebody at some point in time is going to have to explain to me personally why the cruiserweight champion appears to be feuding with a guy the size of and who weighs as much as an industrial freezer what what are we what are we doing? People are like oh no, but you have to watch two o five live. He's always on two o five live. A they should change the name of the show then, and B, it's not the two o five live championship. It's the Cruiserweight weight championship. There's no other. They don't have a super heavyweight championship. If they did, he could challenge for that. He shouldn't be like Roderick Strong should be feuding with a guy who could take his title from him. And if you're going to change the rules and say Odyssey Jones can be Cruiserweight Champion now, then words don't have any meaning.
1: Well, we've known that for a while. Words don't have meaning. Come on, man. You know better. Uh, Yes. So, much like a lot of WWE programming, I found the in-ring work to be great and everything around it to be stupid. (laughs) And this match... I really like Diamond Mine. I really like Odyssey Jones a lot. Jacket Time, despite their best efforts, uh is great. Like they're incredible in the ring. So, nothing complaining, nothing to complain about there. I don't get why why Jacket Time and Odyssey Jones would be friends. That doesn't make sense in any universe. I really hope we don't get into a can we coexist territory with this. I don't think we will, because it's a tag team and the singles competitor, but uh, you know, yeah, it's stupid, but the ring work was great. This it's like later in the show when they said, Well, as you know, because we're gonna talk about Blonde Wagner in a little bit, as you know. NXT talent could just get called up at any time. It's like, well, then why did you make such a huge deal about them in the draft later? Like, they simply don't care. Like, it's just, it's yeah. it's so good. It's not like, oh, there was a continuity error here. There are glaring things like, I don't know, when it's called 205 Live, meaning competitors at 205 pounds, and a cruiserweight... Does Odyssey Jones seem like he's ever cruised in his life? He can't even fit in a car that you would go for a cruise on. You know what I mean? He's like he's allowed, never he's not
0: allowed on a cruise ship. He's not allowed ballast, on a
1: cruise ship. The ballast
0: gets all take all, all t- thrown off. Yeah. No, it's yeah. Not,
1: no, no, it doesn't work. So. Um.
0: Yeah. Also, I don't. I. I hate the champion getting pinned like ever. Like, if you're gonna have like, why? Why is Roderick Strong taking the pin in this match? Why? Why? Um. I, which is the same thing. I'm sure that Roderick Strong thinks to himself um, when 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 he sees when he sees uh, Bobby and Adam on Wednesdays and looks over at at Kyle O'Reilly, who's just got like a calendar in his locker, just putting X's on the days until the last one, which is a big circle saying "Yippee!" Yeah, and he's like, "Why did I? Why? Why did I sign that extension?" That's what he's thinking to himself. Um,
1: yeah, Kyle O'Reilly just with one foot literally out the door at this point. It's yeah, just...
0: um, there's a note in here from Luis saying, Kushida got booed, and I must have missed that. But that's because I usually keep the volume down on these things. <laughs> I, I, if he got booed, that's that's terrible. Don't boo Kushida. He's great. Uh, no, he boo, rules. Boo the booking. Booking sucks. Um Ah, uh, boy. Um, so, uh, yeah, the, the bad to batted to one jam beard says don't worry guys according to the third paul brother sock puppet waller wins and losses don't matter anymore so roddy will be okay right yep exactly wins and losses don't matter um
1: which makes titles not matter when right. that person holds a title which exactly is... yeah.
0: um so uh gyv are apparently like like they they're they're well dressed 1870s like like Victorian-era London street pickpockets. Like th- that's what that there was their whole gimmick. Like that was the thing they did last week where they where they conned a guy into getting his his phone so they could cash app a, a, a delivery from Buffalo Wild Wings. And then today they stole the they 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 stole the women's tag belts and FaceTimed um Gibson's Nana to show her that they're tag champs, but a poor, somebody should tell Gibson's Nana how to use Google and, and just like, you know, get on, get, get, get Nana a Twitter account, let her follow the things that are going on in the world. Cause if she believes that I got a, I got a bridge to sell her. Um, yeah.
1: So one thing that someone actually messaged me that I missed in the vignettes and all of the stupidity, I guess, was, I guess there was supposed to be a thing of like, if you can con this guy into how quickly they can bring you delivery. It was supposed to be mirroring like a, like then you you'll be able to distract the ref or something.
0: Something like that.
1: Yeah. That is like your stretch arm strong exploded with the stretch that that's supposed to be. What is this? They're first of all, they're just not grizzled anymore. Second of all, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> They're not.
0: They are to be recognized as a giant failure because of the bad booking. Um, <laughs> James Nepper says, "I think at this point NXT is developmental for writers before they get called up." Um, NXT doesn't have writers, man. NXT has has monkeys playing Mad Libs. Like, this is, it's, I, I don't even know. That's
1: an insult to lips. <laughs>
0: that's an insult to monkeys. Um. <laughs> listen, later, later. It is the later. South
1: Park episode with the manatees and the idea balls. Yeah, it is, but to it your is. point. It is.
0: It is. So that's they're not very grizzled. Good, very good reference. And,
1: and that's, it's, I, I don't think it's a reference. I think it's real life. I'm convinced. But I will say, what are they doing stealing the women's tag titles? And not being grizzled and not acting like veterans, I don't like this at all. It makes no sense.
0: Are they even very young anymore? How old are they? are they they're like they they uh, they' are too old for Vince at this point. They're definitely over thirty. Oh yeah. um, so uh, they eventually give the title get 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 the titles back to the toxic attraction. Um, and uh the, the, there was precisely one thing about this that I enjoyed um Precisely which one. one thing about this segment what i enjoy is like um here that they, they say like see what they say like hey wait some some tech guys they stole these and they were they were FaceTimeing their nana to to say that they were the tag champs how pathetic is that um and then uh then Gigi dolan says who lies to their own nana and i thought <laughs> i thought it was so fantastic that Gigi dolan who's just like is there is there a is there a gendered version of scumbag because that is what Gigi Dolan is. <laughs> she's a she's she's a scumbagette, <laughs> which is which is a, which is, a, which, is a, which is a kind of bread you can get in a French bakery. Scumbagette. I was um, gonna
1: say she's a. That sounds like a background singer in the fifties <laughs> for like the scumbags and the scumbagettes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> She's a scumbag. Uh, I I I just I just love that 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 she that she loves her nana so much that she would never li- lie to her own nana.
1: And you're and, gonna pry the and, titles and, away from her hot dead bodies. I love Gigi Dolan.
0: Gigi Dolan thinks it is beyond the pale that someone might lie to their own nana. nana. Um, I think that's 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 uh, that was the only thing that was good. But um, then uh gibson is I, I don't know why drake is the one who needs to be taught everything but but gibson is like you see james um when you lie make it close to the truth and then they'll never be able to tell the difference and i was like oh okay and i'm like again how does that help you when you're, in your in your in any of your thing have we ever get have we ever gotten a straight up gyv versus imperium a uh, tag tag match like did that happen in in, in UK and I missed it because it may have but like can we just get that? What are we doing with all this other crap? Can we get Imperium versus GYV? Let them go out there for twelve minutes and say, give us your best tag match. At that point, I don't care who wins. Let wrestlers freaking wrestle, please. Mm. Yeah,
1: we're not we're not gonna do that. Yeah, we have a super chat from the Badwin champion saying usually we have to wait till they are called up for great NXT talent to be slowly destroyed. GYV is ahead of schedule in NXT. They yep. sure are. Yeah. Uh,
0: say so hey, another another tag team doing something I don't understand. MSK, we get their little travel log that they that they had where they where they got on the plane. Um, somehow their bag of supplies made it through the the, uh, the X-ray machine unscathed. Um, one of them, one of them switched a flight and got freaking flyer miles. I guess then they met. They met up at an empty baggage carousel. Um, I, I don't know, but this is something that we both missed last week. Um, that that uh, that now we have an idea. Not from today. Nothing makes sense today, but from last week. <laughs> we have actually some 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 indication of where they might be traveling to or who they might be traveling to because they they the place they went to they said we have moved to ridge valley drive r v d um and and the place was 420 miles away now that might be an msk joke but it also might be a rob van dam joke um so if it's not RVD at this point, I will be horribly disappointed, but I'm sure it, it very well could be not. Because whatever they said today didn't make any fucking sense. So
1: correct. Yeah, it just like how many times is weed gonna be a gimmick? <laughs> like, come on. I don't, I don't know. They're gonna start a stable with riddle on the main roster.
0: Yeah, well that's the thing, is like I, I feel like they need to like, I feel like we we <laughs> they they they're never really they never go out of their way to actually hear here's the joke land the joke uh, of of riddle and the street profits well every time that um that they say we want the smoke you know then we just have riddle show up and go hey guys i got smoke you want to you want to come back to my dressing room and then they go oh cool and they walk back there and that'll be it and then we, we can all laugh because at least it would be something you know uh for for people who have brains, I don't know, is that, is that really brains? Um, Drake and Gibson apparently are both 28 years old. So they do fall. Okay. Under the, I had no, I, I had no, if you asked me years ago when Gibson had that amazing second UK tournament, they did it like UK tournament t- times two. That was years ago. If you told me then he was that young, I would have been like, no, that's not possible. Because that guy, that guy just reads as so much older at the time. So good for them for being young. Hey, you got your whole careers in front of you. Get
1: out while you can. Yeah, um, or you're be forced out in two years anyway, pals.
0: That's, um, Zion Quinn uh, beat the hell out of Andre Chase. Why is Andre Chase a thing? Someone needs to explain to me. I don't believe that the former Harlem bravado has ever won a match in NXT. Like he didn't. He didn't win when he was in that that breakout tournament. He didn't. He didn't. He didn't do like. Um,
1: If you had a professor in, I don't know, English, and they failed every English test they took (laughs) and couldn't speak English and didn't know uh, any rules about the English language, would you show up? Would you show up to class? Would you show up to whatever pep rally they were holding outside of class? I don't understand. Why someone who's a professor of something loses all the time? That's stupid. And I really don't understand why his students and his cheering session section would come to this losers matches to watch him lose. And Beth Phoenix brings up a great point on commentary, which is who the hell's school is this? Is it his own school? Is there is it backed yes, by yes. anything?
0: There's no way this is an accredited university. There's no, no way, way not I sure. couldn't
1: even I couldn't even get college credit for interning there. I don't think no
0: no Uh this is this is like the University of Phoenix goes that is definitely a scam. like there's no way that that this is an actual thing. um but he well, loses. I don't get
1: it. like he keeps losing and it's like it, the gimmick's already stupid and now it has no credibility. I,
0: I see I see people, you know, the the defenders of the NXT. Uh, who who um, like there's there's some good things that they do. Don't get me wrong, but not a lot of them were on this episode. But and Andre Chase is not has never been one of them. But they're like saying no, no, get it. He, the crowd hates him, so they want to see him lose. Yeah, yeah. And I don't. I'm sorry if I I'm not sure if <laughs> like what, what. Okay, there are, there are ways to make a guy like hated and where the crowd want to lose, and that make them not like. A a completely illogical type of character, and B just like lose every match. Like you want to see the heel lose after they cheat to win. If the if the heel comes out and loses all the time, then you're like, well, I, I saw this guy lose last week, and the week before that, and the week before that. I'm kind of all full up on him losing, you know?
1: Yeah, I you know Serena Deev calls herself the professor as well, and I want to see her lose because she is. Being real mean to Sheeta, like it. So I phrased it this way the other day: there's booking heat on a character, and there's booking heat on your booking. And normally, we've seen the baby faces mm-hmm. be the ones to face bad booking as a way of getting them over. This just, this just makes no sense. Like I, I don't understand how someone could be giving lessons about something that they're so bad at. Like mm-hmm. I just. I don't want to see him heal because i don't have any investment in him at all right now like i don't i don't like the character the character now makes no sense because he keeps jobbing he's just a jobber like he's just a jobber that they gave a video production budget to right now that's not a reflection on him as a worker that's a reflection on the way that they're telling whatever the story is supposed to be like it's just i can't buy that someone is is professor level if they keep losing, it doesn't work. So I don't know.
0: Yeah. But there uh, are
1: some people, Alex. Yeah. There are some people that are excited for this. There are some people that are very excited for this. There are some people oh. I would say are aroused by this. But if you're not one of them, I get it. You might need some help from our friends at Blue Chew.
2: I hear you. Times are rough. We just got out of uh, a a wild situation, a wild year, and people are saying, you know what, it's a hard-knock life. But I disagree. Instead, I believe it's a hard-cock life when you use Blue Chew and the code Fightful, and you get your first shipment free. Free? All you got to do is pay $5 shipping? Blue Chew is made with the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, so you know they work. They work on your schedule. Full stomach, empty stomach, ready to go, want to get in the mood. Blue Chew has you covered. Instead of treated, we get tricked. Instead of kisses, we get kicked. I don't think so. More like somebody's getting dicked when you use bluechew.com. No awkward conversations with the doctor. Because, I mean, you know, I'm all about not being awkward. No waiting in line at the pharmacy. It's because they work with their online physicians to get the active ingredient you need, and it ships straight to your door. BlueChew.com and the code Fightful gets you your first shipment free. That's how confident they are. Free. Use that promo code Fightful. Hardcock life.
1: I now get to say something that I didn't think I would ever get to say in front of thousands of people at any point in my life. But speaking of boners. (laughs) Hi, Mom. Hi, Dad. Uh, We could throw it over to some humper chats that we have. One from Ryan Sullivan, my dear co-host on the Mark Order Pod every Wednesdays. I've sent in a humper chat and just super chat. Does that make me a super humper? Yes, I sent this fully... For that joke, in case you didn't know, he was my co-host. That should be able to tell you something right there. Uh, we got some more coming in, also from Brian Sullivan, saying, "Can I get a list of accents/slash impressions that Alex is comfortable doing? Need to spice up the requests." Tony D, Finn Balor, Walter, Regal, Dusty Rhodes.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's 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 a that's a good that's a good that's a good one. That's a good start. Uh, if you want to throw some other ones at me, I'll do my best. I'm I'm fairly good with accents. I do Drew McIntyre. I do Drew Mc, Drew McIntyre too. There you go. Drew McIntyre. But it's not actually, it's just a terrible Scottish accent. So uh <laughs> Claymore. Yeah, that's, that's good. Actually, I do I also do um I can't I can't do it now because I haven't heard it in a while. But I if you want like Finn Balor is one kind of Irish and Seamus is a very different kind of Irish, but but it's, it's different. I'm not going to do Seamus. I don't put that on the list yet. Not yet. I, I have to work on my Seamus.
1: <laughs> Amazing. We have a couple more. One from our own Luis Polito. um per chat that says, Respect by Pantera intensifies. Also much love to Mance Warner. Uh, that was in regards to the MSK RBD segment, which I think is fantastic. Uh, and we have another <laughs> from... The bad one, Beard, saying, booking heat. Did someone say heat? Insert random Bully Ray gif here. Yeah, yep. that's uh, that's pr- yep. <laughs> pretty pretty dead odd. Guys, if you want to send in your Humper Chats, head to HumperChats.com. You can also go the old-fashioned way and Super Chat us. We just get to take home a little bit more of it if you go to HumperChats.com. And also, don't you want to be a Super Humper like Ryan Sullivan? Mm-hmm. Also, a mid-show reminder... To leave a thumbs up because it helps people find us, find the Fightful brand. Also, go to Fightful Select and subscribe for five dollars a month yep. for the best coverage with the most breaking news in the history of the universe. That's it. Yep, that's pretty much all I got. So,
0: and now we get to uh, answer a burning question from last week, which was, why is Electro Lopez in charge of Legado del Fantasma? Like, the guy who was in charge of it it was absent without leave for a very long time. Um, And uh, he's back, spoiler alert, Um, uh, uh, because uh, uh, Mendoza and Wild attack Quinn after he beats Chase. Uh, He's able to fight them off until uh, Santos Escobar shows up looking dapper, and he attacks, and then they all hold him in place. And then Santos gives an order to Electra. So, I think we, we have the pecking order back to where it's supposed to be. Because I love Santos, and he says, "Tell him, tell him." It's like, uh, and uh, then Electra says, "Nobody says no to Electra Lopez." Uh, and then Santos like slams slams his head, the back of his head down on the on the diamond plating. Um, and then Electra like so- turns and stops and looks back. And looks at him longingly with moistened lips, and is just zzz, 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 zzz. she's doing this face. Zzz, zzz, zzz. <laughs> I'm like, what? is she? Is there an invisible, an invisible man that you are kissing at this moment? Because it was well, looks really, very funny.
1: We're trying to move some Bluetooth here. If she keeps <clears> doing that, nobody's going to need any help. You know what I mean? Yeah. There my you go. goodness.
0: Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm
1: glad he's back on my television. I don't know. Why this angle took this detour, but all right. Sure. I mean of all the things on NXT tonight, this was like definitely toward the top of the list of like good things that happened. And it's not that good, but it's just not really bad. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um I I I love Santos and I want him to like be back and doing something important. And this feels like not. This feels yeah. like not important. This feels like a thing to get Zion Quinn over, but that's kind of what everything is. Like Let's pick somebody who's been here for several months, if not years, and let's use them to get over some of the new stuff. And you
1: don't think the way it works him doing bad karaoke to the HBK's theme against a guy in a purple romper got him over?
0: I uh I think that was that was a very important first step, baby okay. step. Yeah, 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 That step. makes sense. That makes um, sense. Um uh so um <sighs> this poker showdown, Kate. I I was sure they weren't actually going to do it. I was sure they were just going to like drop the first couple of cards and then have um have Duke Hudson flip the table or something and just just like go to go right to the brawl. They did a full on like like somebody rode out. They they shuffled, they didn't shuffle the deck. They loaded the deck to make sure that the right cards were in each person's hand. Then they they made sure that they came up on the table, right? They did a whole, like, World Series of Poker on ESPN explainer of how No Limit Texas Hold'em works with, like, a full graphic. Like, each person starts with two cards. Then three cards are dealt face up. And then two more cards, one at a yeah. time. And those are called the Turn and the River. And it's like, I I love poker i don't get to play it as much anymore but i played a lot of it in my early 20s um i i i i i didn't need any of this and especially the way it turned out like like uh, grimes like blatantly bluffing with i thought this was one hand I thought it was one. I didn't realize it was there were going to be more hands. Like, how long was this going to go? Was it like time limit remaining? Like, I thought it was like one hand for everything. Why? Why would? Why would Duke Hudson fold when he had a made hand on the flop? Make it make sense.
1: The amount of things that didn't make sense. First of all, just play hold'em. Why are we doing like this? Insane insanely in-depth. They cared more about the rules of this poker game than fucking anything else on the show. If they paid an iota of close attention to (laughs) anything else on the show as they did this poker game, their own draft of talent, if they paid this much attention to that, my God, I don't... I love Cameron Grimes. I love Duke Hudson. I thought it couldn't get worse than just what I thought this poker segment was going to be, and they made it so much worse. Why does Cameron Grimes give a shit about playing poker? It makes no sense. Why is Duke Hudson this stupid at it if it's his whole thing? It makes no sense. Why was this segment this long? It makes no
0: sense. Like three quarters of his chips on this hand of poker, at that point, you are what they call pot committed. You have three of a kind that the odds, when it's just down to you and one other guy that he's sitting on a flush or that he's bluffing, it's way more uh, may, more, more likely that he's bluffing. And it's not like you have nothing, you've got three of a kind. I like, don't tell me this guy is like this master poker player and then have him lose to Cameron Grimes in his own poker room, and then have him get outfoxed by Cameron Grimes, who admittedly doesn't play poker here. Like, you completely cut the legs out from underneath this guy. Like, oh my god.
1: Cameron Grimes already has so much money, and he doesn't seem to really have anything personal against Duke Hudson. Why does he give a shit about this? He doesn't. I have no reason to believe that Cameron Grimes is like, you know what I want to do today? I want to go play poker against a guy that I don't really have a problem with to maybe win money when I'm already super rich. Like, there's no part of me that thinks Cameron Grimes gives a shit about this. Uh, And he shouldn't. Why would he? He doesn't care about poker, and he already has a bunch of money. Um, I don't feel like he hates Duke Hudson so much he needs to best him. like. I, there's This whole segment makes no sense. Why are you making heels look this dumb?
0: Because usually Why? it's the baby faces that look dumb. Really? <laughs> so true. Truly? True. Uh, uh, Rob Reed sends a super chat, maybe the poker thing is a weird roundabout way of promoting Chucky because Jennifer Tilly is a legitimate World Series of Poker winner. So it would, you know what? If that was the case, it would make more sense then whatever the hell it actually is, because this doesn't make now. Here's here's honestly, here's what this whole thing is, because, um, uh, Duke Hudson uh, attacks. He was a I, I need to see it. I need I after he folds. I need to see what you had. I need to see how big your flush was. Like it doesn't matter if you had if he had the flush. He beat your three fives. Like it wasn't like you had a low flush and you thought he had the higher flush and that's why you folded. I mean. That would be even worse, but no, you have whatever he says. Like, and he and he sees that he bluffed, so he attacks. He attacks him and power bombs him through the table, and then he's about to leave and he stops and he reaches under the under the ring and he pulls out a um a toolbox, and in the toolbox is a lot of tools. He pulls out a, a claw hammer and he thinks he might use a claw hammer. And I was, what are you gonna we're gonna break his thumbs so he can no longer play pro poker? That's very very. I uh, know, but not. Because you know what I keep, you know what I keep in my toolbox, a pair of, of of scissors that I use to cut hair with. Because he finds those that are just sitting in the toolbox, like everybody has in their toolbox, and he goes in the ring and he and he cuts off the, the really long part of Cameron Grimes at Trevor Lee, Trevor Lee, Trevor Lee. His whole deal was the giant beard and the long scraggly halo. That was his whole thing. Like, like to to say like they cut it all off. They cut up out of his hair. This to me feels like somebody said, like Vince got word to Cameron Grimes. Vince really likes you, but he hates your look. And this was a whole storyline to get to be to have him him change his look as part of a story, as opposed to just showing up one day with a much more trimmed beard and like a a, a, a shorter wet look haircut. Because which that's you, the only thing that makes sense at all. Is that which, this was a roundabout way of, of, of solving the problem of Vince likes you, but he hates your look.
1: I uh, I can't argue that because when you also see that he was talking about Cameron Grimes being smelly last week.
0: that was That was written by somebody at the top.
1: Right? Like this all feels like let's just start picking apart everybody that doesn't look like main roster guys and make it look like they are foolish for not looking like main roster guys. So that eventually they'll either get released or look like main roster guys.
0: But Like like Cameron Grimes, like you Cameron Grimes is, is, is crazy talented. He, he, he got this whole thing over way more than he had any right to. Like, it was, like, the it, fantastic. And the idea that, like, somebody would say, well, I like all this stuff, but I hate the way you look. And, and you wouldn't just say, well, fuck off, fire me. Like, yeah. There's, not, like, there's, some, there's no other place that he could go right now and, and get all kinds of work after after becoming, like, a folk hero on the show that now everybody hates. Like, well, not everybody. A Most lot of people don't like anymore. But, like, this, this thing... I I, I I don't know. i I'm I, I'm I'm a big I'm a big proponent of um of workers using whatever leverage they have and the leverage is now like fire me. I can yeah. go somewhere else. There are other places I can get work. Um because the NXT doesn't pay that doesn't pay that well.
1: No, you, you and can you definitely, can just go to you the can indies. earn
0: way more money on the indies than you can on you know, NXT. Oh,
1: my favorite of the release examples is of like those guys that just got talent hoarded and not really put on TV. Zane, Alex Zane just literally was like, okay, I'm going to go back to just talking about how much I love uh, Taco Bell and doing incha- insane, shit in the ring. And I'm going yeah. to do it 97 times a week, wherever I want. And he just has, he showed up at ROH. I think he did an MLW appearance. I don't even remember. He just is everywhere now. Definitely making more. I think he like coasted yep. through the pandemic in a good way. I think he was like, you know what? I'll take what I can here. And then he got released and he's just everywhere and just loving, absolutely loving his life. Good for him. Also, I have to um, fix something on the camera. So feel free to rant about blonde Wagner and I will be back shortly.
0: <laughs> so so on Friday, on Friday, we got a treat, people. If you if you watch NXT, but you don't watch SmackDown, uh, I'm sure there are some of you out there. Um, backstage, Adam Pearce is standing there with Sonya Deville, and they're talking about how to um um <laughs> they're talking about um, how to make the Survivor Series team stronger. And standing next to them, completely unacknowledged by the other people in the room, is von Wagner. Van Wagner is just standing there. um, and uh, and so then Sami Zayn comes in, and he barely even looks at him and my my question is, um was was von Wagner invisible during that segment? Because the the Pat McAfee could see him. He said, who was that guy? We've never seen him before. So you know Pat McAfee um, doesn't doesn't watch the product on Tuesdays, which is sad because there was a time when I thought Pat McAfee was NXT. So they never mentioned him. They never mention he's Von Wagner. He's just standing there next to Adam Pierce. And everyone's like, did he get called up to SmackDown? What's going on here? And then tonight, we, honest to God, started a segment on NXT with Kyle O'Reilly walking into the room, seeing Von Wagner and saying, well, 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 if it isn't Adam Pierce's bodyguard, um, um, so is, is that what you are now? Okay, great. What? Um, we didn't even talk about the segment. I don't think last week about how Kyle O'Reilly, uh, had a promo about how he and Vaughn are working together. We're, we're learning about how to be a tag team and what, it, what the fuck? Sorry. What the fork? Is going on with with Von Wagner, but but he and Kyle agree that no, we just we just got to get back on that horse. We got to get back on that horse, man. We got to go out there and win another tag match. Kate is having technical difficulties with her uh, computer and mic and whatnot, so she'll be back very soon. Um, I. I don't, I don't know what to say about what, what is, this is, this is what they're trying to do to get Kyle to stay. They must know he's out the door to do this with him instead. There's, there's Kate. Everyone was, everyone was worried about you.
1: I'm sorry. My charger was being weird with my hub. And so the only way to keep my computer charged is to go with this like janky setup. So I'm sorry. My microphone and speaker are going to be weird. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> Whatever.
1: Apologies. I didn't want to miss the blonde Wagner talk. What
0: what what I, I was telling our friends that they actually started a segment uh tonight with um with Kyler Wiley coming in and saying, Well, 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 if it isn't Adam Pierce's bodyguard, <laughs> like like he caught von Wagner doing something wrong. And I honestly I don't I don't know what any of this is. Like they they still they still have yet to, to tell us what the hell um what the hell Von Wagner was doing on SmackDown. Uh, but I I guess we'll have to let it play out, Kate.
1: Um do Did he say anything on SmackDown or did, did he just stand there? He just, he just stood there, right? He
0: just stood there. Neither Adam Pearce nor Sonya Deville even looked at him. Sammy Zayn looked at him, but didn't say anything. And Pat McAfee says, who was that giant guy standing there? And that's it. Like, as far as I know, the only people who can see him is Sammy Zayn and Pat McAfee. Maybe he's like invisible to most people, but he can show himself to those who are pure of
2: heart.
1: Yeah. No, no to all of this. So I... We don't even have confirmation that he's filling in in the Survivor Series match. No,
0: no, no, that's that was the implication, and yet had, nothing has been announced.
1: It would be amazing if it's not him, if he just stood there, was like, like unacknowledged, and then oh man. And I, 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 I the,
0: the one thing I thought of was that they, they've confirmed that, um, Brock Lesnar will be sitting in the front row, he has bought a ticket to the December 10th edition of SmackDown. So maybe they're going to establish Von Wagner as, as his, as Pierce's bodyguard. And then when, when Brock Lesnar comes from, for Adam Pierce on December 10th, he'll actually be F-fiving Von Wagner 10 times and not Adam Pierce. Cause Adam Pierce doesn't want a, a repeat of last time when his pants split.
1: Um, are are Pierce and Blond Wagner gonna go fishing
0: too? They're, they're not fishing, <laughs> they're gonna do chin-ups on tree branches, Kate. Get it right. My bad. <laughs> Come on. What? I, want, I, want, I want I want Adam Pierce to be sitting there waiting on his mountain bike and Von Wagner to pull up and goes, You don't need that bike. Let's go. And they just start huffing it through the through the forest. With Adam Pearson toe, I
1: that I would actually like better. I think if that was like if that was Von Wagner's thing, yeah. It, yeah. Just makes, it just it just psyches everybody out as far as like going mountain biking.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, I can only assume Kyle O'Reilly's already been like, look, I'm not sticking around, right? Yeah.
2: yeah. Like
1: after that SmackDown dark match that they worked or whatever, he must have just been like, no, nah, I'm out. Bro. Yeah.
2: yeah.
0: Um, uh, so while you were gone, Ryan Sullivan sent a super chat. Um, and he said that, uh, oh, hold on one second. He said, uh, Alex, I have a blonde wig and a camera. Just say the word so that he could uh, be you.
1: He does have a blonde wig and a camera. He's played me <laughs> on multiple occasions as rate the great because I'm always rating things. So,
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. uh,
1: yeah, you know what? He's got a, a pretty clean setup. Yeah. His- Help doesn't
0: just fail randomly, so. Mm, there's mm-hmm. that. Um. Uh. So we got the uh, we got uh. uh <laughs> Kyle O'Reilly and Vai Wagner. Um. Uh. uh versus uh, Briggs and Jensen, and uh, the young man who his name is Brooks Jensen. He uh, started out the, in the ring wearing a wearing a t-shirt that had been spray painted with the words BJ with the letters BJ on it, and I was just like, yeah, Come. Come on, that's definitely gonna get screenshotted and, and memed. Um, can we not put our 20 year old up and comers in a shirt that says BJ on it? I don't know. Um, so it's like anyway,
1: jacket time.
0: Um, so 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 he takes it off, he wrestles shirtless, and his partner wrestles in a full denim vest over a flannel vest. Uh, so denim flannel vest, and his partner, Beige, uh, they're, they're they lost to Kylo Ragley and, and, and Van Wagner, uh, who work really well together now, apparently. They're best friends, best pals. Um, and uh, Reese Power says, I was seriously thinking we would get Van Wagner uh, uh, turning on Kyle Riley tonight. No, no not, not yet.
1: Kyle Riley is as good as gone, my friend. They yeah. made too many references to him between Blonde Wagner being called up and then them saying an error that's undisputed on AEW. There's just no, there's no way. There's no way that Kyle O'Reilly is sticking around.
0: So um so yeah, do you have anything to say beyond this? Um uh, they they won. I mean do you want to do you want to cover the match in depth?
1: No, I'll just say that uh if you need a beach but you can't get it up, go to bluechew.com, use the code fightful at checkout. <laughs> hey all you have to do is pay shipping that's how confident they are that you can get a beach without having to print it across your chest
0: yeah um so it was uh, exactly
1: medium yeah. it was exactly medium it was yeah.
0: fine it is yeah, it's just yeah um uh, wagner got the pin on beach and that's it um so, uh, then we get, us like every, correct me if I'm wrong, every time they've done a lashing out with last legend segment, it's been heavily promoted during that episode. And even like next week, lashing out with Lash legend returns, they, we got none of that. So I was very excited, um, uh, that we, uh, <laughs> um, that we got a lashing, lashing out segment with, with no fanfare. I was like, oh, well, something is going to happen here because they're trying to keep it a secret. And she told some stupid lashing out jokes that don't really work for me. Um, And uh, she's, and then Grice and Walla shows up and he's like, I got some tea I want to spill. She's like, oh, I love tea. Spill the tea. And so uh, Grice and Walla woke up this morning and decided to choose violence because (laughs) Because he just launches into this Bruce Pritchard written screed <laughs> about how all these guys who, all these stupid indie types who spent 15 years driving 500 miles to perform in a high school gym for a, for a handshake and a hot dog. That's not me. All I had to do was survive on a, on a, on a, a reality show. And, and WWE called me up and said, you want to come be a wrestler? That's all I had to do, which makes me better than the rest of those people is the implication. Um, and 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 the, the audience at first reacted like, ooh, damn. And then they were all booing him. So at least they know that's a heel thing to say, because they told the in-studio audience for Lashing Out with Last Legend to boo him. And uh, and like Grice and Walla, I thought was supposed to be an up-and-coming, well-meaning, like, like bumbling, but at least fun to watch in the ring babyface. And between last week and this week, they said, oh, no, no, you're going to piss off all of the hardcore fans on purpose and make them hate you. And I, I, I just think that's a weird choice.
1: Uh... Yeah, here's the thing. When you are as punchable... As Grayson Waller. And you're going around stealing people's Halloween costumes. And you come to the ring dressed like Kangaroo Jack. Uh, You should be a heel. I don't find anything likable about you. This is not the kind of heel this guy should be. He should just kind of be a dipshit. I don't think he's skilled enough or... Like full of pits and vinegar enough to be mad at a bunch of indie guys. He should just kind of be like uh douchey or Ricky Starks or something. Like he should be that guy that you're just like, Oh fuck that guy with his sunglasses and his dumb suit and whatever. Like this is not the type of heel he is. And in, in my opinion, I prefer him being heel because I don't, I find him unlikable and not in a worker way. I just feel like he has a really punchable face and I want to punch him in it. And if you're running around, preventing people's cars from starting so that they can't get to your Halloween havoc situation and stealing their costumes. That's like dumb textbook heel stuff, but they were doing it as a baby face. I don't, uh, <laughs> I don't know. I respect independent wrestling. So <laughs> that's neat. Yeah. I respect it more than reality shows where like, the Miz, a guy from a reality show, was the guy that judged these things.
2: The yeah,
1: Miz, he was better than Brian Danielson than Daniel Bryan. Like, mm. uh, it doesn't work for me because I I love indie wrestling and call me crazy. I think you should be trained in the thing that you do.
0: Right. The um the uh the, the funny thing is that he says he's he's he calls out uh Larry Knight. Uh, for saying that he's not he can't really be an NXT superstar why because I didn't do I didn't pay my dues I didn't drive to all these things and I honestly thought he was saying like uh, driving 500 miles to perform in, in gymnasiums I thought he was talking about the old um, uh, uh, NXT touring schedule where they would like take the people who weren't good enough to be on TV yet hint hint And they'd have them drive around and perform in small venues all over central Florida to get better so that they would be ready to be on TV. And that's what they would do. And everybody pretty much had to go through all that stuff. And then they got on TV if they weren't like ready-made when they got signed. And I thought he was talking about that, but no, he's just talking about all indie wrestling total. And I, and I, I don't think of, Larry Knight, when I think of indie wrestler trying to make it for himself, driving 500 miles to a, to a top, that, like that's not a that's a thing if he's going to feud with somebody like I don't know, Gargano or something like where like, you know people who were like who who literally started out and were doing it for nothing. And I feel like Eli Drake, I don't, I don't know, maybe I mean, I'm may wrong, but Eli Drake
1: oh, He was on Impact.
0: He was on Impact for a very long time before he came here It wasn't like he came from the right. Indies right here. It's weird. It's a weird thing
1: at an hour and 23, it's the first time I brought up Betty Kingston versus CM Punk. I'm oh. extremely proud of myself. It's for true. That. It's
0: true. You should be. You should be. Thank
1: you. Because yeah. I've just wanted to talk about nothing else except for the times that I was talking about Danielson and Miro or MJF and Darby Allen all week. Like, not just about wrestling. That's yeah. just been my week. That's all I've wanted to talk about. So that's probably a new record for me. Not everybody is good at just making up a history and making it feel personal, I guess, like Sam Punk and Eddie Kingston did. Because part of that was true, but these guys never faced each other before. But they made you think they had this sordid history where they absolutely hated each other. Um, These two guys. It's just weird when you took two different paths to end up at the same place that you would shit on someone else's path when they're not ahead of you or behind you you're at the exact same place so like like even if he had said you suck you filled up your bump card while i was jumping out of a helicopter or whatever the hell they were doing on tough enough like even if he had gone that route and been like we're at the same point in our career but man you're you're moving like an old man or something like this just didn't work for me because they're the their road met at the same place anyway so mm-hmm. it's not like your path is better because you're equals that makes no sense
0: yeah yeah and
1: yeah eli drake is not the eli drake is not eddie kingston eli drake no. on the indies for 18 years like he's been yeah. an impact for a while before he came here <laughs> like, yeah no oh, to
2: all goodness.
0: of this yeah no 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 yeah no no to all of this um <laughs> oh goodness gracious um so yeah now Grayson waller is, is one of the is one of the biggest heels on the on the Sling program I, I guess um be, be, because because that's what that's what they want to do with him sure. um whatever uh and this is a weird way to do a double turn with him and Eli Drake and in la Knight. but all right fine um it's
1: to do a double turn because there's no
0: but they're 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 clearly feuding. Fighting over Halloween they, havoc. But they're they're clearly feuding. Like his whole reason for coming out and giving this promo on lashing out was to like get back at Larry Knight who cut a promo on him earlier in the night and we both thought there was some babyface fire in that promo and they just decided we're going to switch the alliances of these two guys before they have a big match next week or at at War Game um, and yeah, I, 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 I don't think so. And the bad, the bad one, Beard says, I'd love to see the third Paul brother, Grice and Walla, try this on Eddie Kingston. He'd be picking up his teeth, man. Like, <laughs> like, that's not a thing that you do. Don't do that. Uh, even if you're, if was in kayfabe, don't, don't run this angle with Eddie. He started having flashbacks. Like that's, that's not good. Um, he'd lose his mind. Um, uh, yeah. Um, so we, we got, um, uh, we got, um, oh, uh, oh, hold on. Uh, blah, blah, blah. yeah, it's true. Eli Drake is an NXT developmental OG, uh, uh, 2016. And he was actually in the WWE ECW. Um,
1: the only and- ECW that mattered. If you want to hurt somebody, you just say that to yeah. a true ECW fan, you go, oh, oh, the only ECW that ever mattered.
0: Yeah. And uh, Mark Losper saying, you absolutely know that Vince and Bruce were watching this rubbish promo and high-fiving saying, got him. Yeah. Oh,
1: you know what happened? Vince McMahon yeah. watched our show and yes. he was like, oh, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to yeah. get some some Bluetooth and use the code yeah. Fightful at checkout. And yep. he just went yep. to town yep. during this segment.
0: That was, that was what happened. <laughs> i
1: talking a handshake. Ha-ha! I bought all the territories.
0: Um <laughs> so there was a uh there was a super chat from before uh about the uh beige and uh, <laughs> the badger the one jam beard says a-, a BJ shirt is no big deal, Alex. You forget this company used to dress Roman's brother in an S H I T shirt. Superhero in training, R.I.P. Rosie. Um yeah, no, yeah, they, they you know, no, I, I agree. Uh, by the way, um, did you hear? Did you did you hear the news that that they that they're trying to make that they they're thinking about just applying to be granted uh, a TV fourteen as opposed to a TV PG rating for NXT and USA Network is all for it. And uh, I, I saw, I believe it was Seahawk on Twitter saying they already have an under boob cam for Mandy Rose. They're already there. Like they're already there. Like it's a fourteen
1: show now. I didn't think they had the balls to try and get a T fourteen rating. Alex?
0: Oh, by the way, we didn't even talk about that part of the of the poker thing, where 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 Cameron Grimes tries to get a rise out of out of um, uh, out of uh, Duke Hudson by saying, "Do you have you have raisins or cantaloupes?" And it was just like, "Why? Why? What is?" Why, why is that necessary why is that a thing we, we do i don't understand i don't know i don't understand
1: i don't get it the reason we forgot about it was that was like the eighth dumbest thing to happen that's
0: true it's true in that
1: segment super chat from mark gloss we're saying kate that vince image was not something i needed at all well it popped into my head pal so i now everybody has to suffer <laughs> that's
2: right
0: that's right um so uh and and, and uh, getting getting back to um, getting back to uh, the poker showdown, talking about Grimes and his look, uh, maybe Bruce and Vince think Grimes doesn't look like a TikTok star, with this hillbilly look, says uh, Bed to One Jam Beard. Um, and speaking of TikTok, we had a
1: vignette
0: for the TikTok tag team where they proved that they're real ravers. So they, 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 they said, we love going to music festivals. It's the most fun thing in the world for us. It truly is. You can tell by how authentically excited we are to talk about it. We went to this music festival last week and we had so much fun just hanging out with other people and really, you know, being ourselves. And it was the most like devoid of real human emotion I've ever heard. And not a giant critique, but perhaps you might want to save your everybody should go to giant outdoor music festivals because there's so much fun and people should go to them because there's so much fun. Vignette until the people are out of the ICU from the mass death event at the last giant music festival. Like, like one of one two more people. that thing happened how many days ago two more people like died yesterday than the day before from the- they were in the hospital fighting for their lives for for like 10 days one one of them was like a 10 year old boy and the last photo of him is him like posing in front of the front gates of that of that thing that he went to because he loved music and was gonna be an awesome thing for him like i'm not saying you never do it i'm saying maybe you hold off on it until everybody's out of the hospital from the last time, if you want to talk about how everyone should go to these outdoor festivals, they're so much fun and totally safe. It's just the weirdest thing that they would, because they also said, we did this last week, so you filmed this after that thing happened and thought, yes, we should put this out there. Like it's a, I mean, I was just a weird, it was, I always talk about unforced errors in production. Like, that was an unforced error. You didn't have to do that. Is it the biggest thing in the world? No. But all it would require is you having any scintilla of awareness of the world around you to go, maybe we should hold off on that for a bit.
1: And to your previous point, it was not like, it wasn't like such a great segment (laughs) that that it overpowered the It it was supposed to do.
0: It was supposed to give them their bona fides to prove they're real, authentic ravers. Let's film them dancing inauthentically at a rave.
1: I just like, even if even if it was their life's work, even if it was their passion, who gives a shit? Like. What does this have to do with anything
0: yeah, yeah. in professional wrestling? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It, again, it, because because the gimmick is the most important thing. Not your in-ring work, not can you carry a promo? my our gimmick is that we are ravers. That is what's gonna get us over because we are we we, we are a gimmick. Nothing else about us matters. The gimmick matters is what they are. It's what they are saying with a lot of these things. And the, the, honestly, their 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 original intention was that nothing about Tony D'Angelo matters. The gimmick matters. He has taken it upon himself to rise above that. Like, yes, he's still the gimmick, and he can also work, and he can also cut a promo, and he can also act, and he can also do all the intangible stuff that makes a good wrestler a good wrestler. Because they're also not just having him still just do the, the do the the pre-tapes and that's it. Like they're actually having him do other things.
1: But like Brooks and Dunn, for example. Not my favorite thing. Very gimmicky. But they were like, you know what? We actually hated each other. We fought each other. And then we were like, you know what? I respect you. So now we're on a team. What in the ever-loving fruit-flavored hell? Mm-hmm. This raving have to do with I'm like actually searching for reasons that's not just me being a little snot like I don't know I don't know what the crossover of that is into professional wrestling other than that it sounds like it's like their Miss America hobby Mm
2: -hmm.
1: like on weekends they like to go raving like I just don't maybe they were at a rave they did a bunch of ecstasy and that's how we came to this point
0: uh yeah i just don't get it no i don't get it and 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 Luis points out something interesting fun fact nothing about this vignette is on wwe socials so it's very possible somebody got on the phone and said what are you people doing do not tweet this out do not put it on instagram don't put it on your fucking tock just leave it alone never run it again at least don't run it now
1: my uh, goodness! My God! That uh, geez. not when people got stampeded to death like a week ago.
0: I know, and the people who are still fighting for their lives in the in the hospital right now, like it's just, it's just very, just it's just stupidly insensitive. I don't get it. Um, so uh, yeah, uh, uh, Shane Heckman, I think is what he's doing is doing a little bit of fantasy booking. Uh, Grice and Walloff versus Tony D at War Games. Tsunami Heart, y'all. Um, I think is what he's saying. Uh, and I wouldn't mind seeing uh, Tony D kick the shit out of Grayson Waller. I, that'd be fun if that's, if, that's what we're, if that's what we're talking about. Um, so Indy is very concerned about her her husband. Very concerned about him. He's, she's going to go to the... She's, they have a tag match all set up, but she's going to go to the hospital with him, to the local medical center with him. Um, and so Persia Parada takes on uh, these two jobby women uh, <laughs> um, by herself. And crushes them. While Robert Stone, lonely, lonely Robert Stone, because both Frankie Monet and Jesse Kamea got fired. But we're not going to bring that up. We're just going to just going to show Robert Stone hanging out, like making eyes at Persia Parada, uh, but like not talk about how well he doesn't have any clients anymore because, you know, reasons. Uh, but anyway. <laughs> That was an interesting thing, but I like Persia Parada. I like I like that their are booking her as a monster. You need you need some of those.
1: Yeah, um, like, first of all, your husband's a serial killer. Like, he's probably stable in your local medical facility. So did any Hartwell really need to rush down there? when she's been there the entire show, except for these 10 minutes where she was supposed to perform. Um, no, you right.
0: You're absolutely th- right. Of th- course. Th- th- do they have
1: this person? Do they have no other friends that could stand in for Indy Hartwell? Like Johnny Gargano couldn't go scrounge someone else up. Like what a shitty dad. My dad would find me a tag team partner last minute. Come on. Um, Purge was fine. This was fine. It was it was also, like, just couldn't be a less important match because it was against two jobbers, so, like, oh, you know what? These two gals, they can't wait till next week. I'll take them on myself. <laughs> All right. Um, This was fine. Sure. All right. I'm glad Adi went to visit her serial killer husband who she couldn't have possibly escaped to see between the beginning of the show and this point. Um, but other than the stupidity that that was, it was the, the match was benign enough itself, I guess.
0: Yep. Um yeah. <laughs> uh yeah, it was that was that that's it. Um we got also um uh Tommy Ciampa cutting cutting a promo sitting on a table. So sorry, sorry, a table, a chair in front of a front of a garage door, like he used to do with Timmy. I miss Timmy. I uh, feel like feel like feel like they're just they're just waiting around for some particulars to come through, and he's the next on the chopping block. Poor Timmy, he's he's great. Um, I I I missed I missed Tommy and Timmy as a duo, and I kind of wanted funny. them. I wanted to, Timmy to be like be Tommy's right hand man, until Timmy turns on Tommy for the for the title. Timmy turns on Tommy for the title does sound like a fun Perfect. little <laughs> to, Tommy turns on Timmy no Timmy turns on Tommy for the title sounds like a, a, a children's book starring turtles.
1: yeah that does <laughs> yep.
0: Timmy turns on Tommy for the title um and uh yeah um but n- I, I thought maybe Timmy's gonna show up but Tommy's gonna show up and he, and Tim, he didn't he didn't Timmy didn't, didn't show up uh but he's like you know what everybody's forgotten about me I, I friend this title blah 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 I'm gonna go down to the ring and talk about it so uh so he does. And he goes down to the ring. And um he he says there's a, a lack of um integrity and respect in the locker room He talks about uh um Carmelo Hayes comes out each week and says he's he's got the A title. Now I I agree with you that's a stupid thing. If if the 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 title, the, the tournament he won gave him a guaranteed shot at the North American title. Like if that was the prize for it and he won that tournament and he won the North American title, like in, in an honest to God match, I would be okay with him saying he's the A champ because he hasn't gotten a shot at the big time title yet, but he had a guaranteed shot at that title apparently whenever he wanted it apparently whenever he wanted it like like it was the friggin money in the bank and uh he, he didn't use it so the 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 a title thing that's just the thing you're trying to do to convince yourself that you're good and you're not uh i mean he's great but the, the, that's a really stupid thing for a character to say anyway so tommy says the best stuff about that then um he says, there's this guy this little bitch-ass, Grayson Grace, Grace Waller, uh, who disrespected guys from Ciampa's era, uh, uh, who t- disrespected me going working for a handshake and a hot dog, like there's something wrong with that. Well, I'll tell him what he can do with a hot dog, <laughs> which is weird. And then he says, and then there's Tony De- – and then he got interrupted by Braun Breaker, and I was like, no, call out Tony D'Angelo. I want to see that promo battle. I, I genuinely want to see it. Um, but then Braun Breaker comes out. Um, and listen, as Valab sends a super chat about, um, if you're going to do the Steiner math, just call him a Steiner. Keep cool, Gobble cool. Um, I said a couple of weeks ago, if they're going to keep doing these teases, but then not follow through on them, he should have his own t-shirt, like one of his pieces of merch says, I am not a Steiner on the front and then on the back in tiny little letters, it says in parentheses, yes, I am. Um, because they're just, they're just screwing with us now. Uh, he calls him a little puppy uh, instead of a, instead of a dog. Uh, and then um, he says, yeah, yeah uh, I don't know how good at math you are, but you don't have a 33 and a third chance of beating me or whatever. Yeah.
1: I almost fell off my couch <laughs> in laughter. Because here's the thing. They are screwing with us. Champa is screwing with him. That's how I took this. Like, he's saying, you're a Steiner, not a Steiner. Mm-hmm. And we all know that. And I think this mm-hmm. is going to go into, you can't beat me. A Steiner would would have beat me. But you're not a Steiner. Right. I, I, I just literally burst out laughing. I didn't care about anything else on the show outside of Tony D'Angelo after or before this moment. This was all that I needed in my whole life. I don't need them to do this this fast. Why are we running this back already? Why are we waiting? This is stupid. Yeah. Yeah. They They shouldn't run it back this quickly. It makes no sense. Yeah. The story looked like it was going to be and the story that Braun Breikaker was telling was I'm gonna earn my way back up the the ranks at a great showing. I came damn close, but basically I'm gonna mow through all these other people until I get back to that spot and then it was like, JK, I'm just in that spot again.
0: Of course he is. Of course he of, of course he is. that's 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 what they've decided. They've decided that's what we're gonna we're, we're just gonna do it. Like I I was all I was all about him doing, but they realized, well, we're gonna do war games. We're gonna do that um, uh, soon, and we don't know how that's gonna do. That might be the last takeover we do for a long time. So maybe we want to do that there as opposed to a secondary challenger for Champa Pa. Maybe one we want to get Breaker there to to have him win it. Then, um, yeah, it's it, the bad. The one Jam Beard says it's basically tell me you're a signer without telling me you're a signer. <laughs> like it's just it is. It's very true. Um, um, so uh, I, I, yeah, I don't know, man. Uh, I, I did think it was very funny how you know, like he's just he's so much like his un, his uncle when he calls a promo, and then he then. So then much. He, but then at the end, he's like, "I'm coming for that title." Like it was just one moment where his
1: his, voice, his voice breaking. Like, his,
0: his voice cracking. Did his, his little crack in his voice? Um. By the way, have you seen that there's somebody that they've decided they've 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 tra- trademarked an NXT name, Scrap Metal with two P's. Like that's I I'm I'm.
1: That's
0: I'm a hope I'm thinking it's a tag team. I hope it's not a person. I hope they don't they don't think they're gonna name somebody scrap metal and, and get away with it on this podcast.
1: If they do, I'm convinced they're trying to murder you. That's all. <laughs> if it's a single competitor, they were like, what can I do to try and kill uh, out today?
0: Yeah um scrap
1: metal. that's that's a shitty tag team name anyway
0: it is it is It that's is like
1: terrible
0: but you, you know you know who would know be the name do of you know battle. do you no, know do you know who would be the sworn enemy of the tag team scrap metal heavy machinery like they would just they would just they would they would hate each other so much because of just our general principle.
1: Um, oh my gosh, and then we would get some cinematic bullshit at some factories. Yeah, um <laughs>
0: the, uh yeah, Mark Losper says uh the uh, the more frustrating thing is the NXT Los social specifically tweeted about the Steiner math. yeah, they 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 they're trying to have their cake and eat it too. They're trying to have their cake and eat it too, and I'm not gonna allow it. I think,
1: I think. That they are in a legal battle that is coming down the home stretch with the Steiner name of some sort. And they're just going to put the pressure on the Steiners by continuing to do stuff like this until they cave on these last final details. That's completely made up. It's what I decided in my head. Mm-hmm. But it's the only thing I can think of where they're like, we're going to keep applying this pressure, but not actually give him the name is that they legally can't, but they're close to being able to is my guess.
0: Yeah. Um, uh, Luis writes uh, also shout out to impact social media manager for immediately tweeting the Steiner math promo after this segment. So they know what they're doing over there. <laughs> uh, I mean, um, Phil Felice says, my fear is mellow cost Chompapa The match with breaker. Um
1: very legitimate fear,
0: my friend. I mean, if I was Carmelo Hayes, I would think I would have a better sh- better shot at, at catching Chompapa on an off day than dealing with Braun Breaker in the ring. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's there's a, there's there's an interesting story to be told there. Um, like, maybe I can cheat to beat Champapa, but I feel like <laughs> Braun Breaker would just yeet Carmelo Hayes into the sun because he doesn't have that whole... Um, veteran uh wiliness factor that that outranks um breaker being um being all energy and everything
1: but why wouldn't you be like if you wanted this title why wouldn't you just cash in your at a glance for this title instead
0: yeah i don't know i don't i i don't know i don't know
1: that's what um, that's, you know, as far as i'm concerned the at a glass at a glance yeah. cash in because he yep. was just walking around with that portfolio for weeks uh we got Guys, uh, we're uh, the home stretch yes get in your humper chats get uh, in your super chats because the wheel of impressions is right around the corner go yeah. to fightselect.com and subscribe for five dollars a month and leave a thumbs up on this video so that everybody can find us and leave a bunch of these in the chat because just why not
0: yeah um so we got interviews with raquel gonzalez uh and dakota kai uh Dakota Kai is the is the one I want to talk about the most because she's she's doing this whole like um uh Raquel Gonzalez is uh, talking about blah 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 says McKenzie was are you friends with Raquel Gonzalez are you do you, you talk about me like and she's just going insane and then she stops in the middle of a sentence and goes like, she's she's playing it so well. Like, this is not meant to be a serious representation of schizophrenia or anything, no. obviously. So it's not like she's commenting on mental illness. No. She's, she's a character who's lost her, her marbles.
1: It's and as that's if a she thing. hears voices in her head. And that they come to her and they yeah. understand. They talk to her. So, yeah. that just popped into my head right now. I made that up completely. Mm-hmm. It's not Randy Orton's theme.
0: No. No. Um, Why would you say that? Yeah. Uh, I but I yeah, I I did really enjoy this. Um uh, but I then <laughs> then um um toxic attraction shows up um, and there's their street clothes and um this is when the Grizzly young veterans get back to tag belts. But before that She's like, hey, uh, so tonight your match with Raquel is like, um, oh, wouldn't you like that? Wouldn't you like that if if I if I beat her up and then that would be so, so much more secure for you? Um uh that would mean you would owe me twice. And then she walks away. Um and I I um well we're we're gonna see that this happens. I I so desperately didn't want this to be the thing that was going to happen. And at the moment of this promo, I was like, oh, they're going to do that, aren't they? And turns out they did. Um, Raquel versus Dakota is actually pretty, pretty great. Um, Yeah. I I really, I really appreciated the pulling off of the bottom turnbuckle as opposed to the top turnbuckle. That's a little, that's a little. More people should do that. A little wrinkle. Uh, easier also i find easier for the ref to miss during the rest of the match it's the little things like that that like oh okay well i accept this is a thing that happened so um uh i i i really loved um uh raquel's kicks are just so great her little running pump kicks and stuff um, and I, I love the the baby face fire that we had to see on in, in Raquel. Um, I uh, this was good. I like Raquel selling, being hit, driven into the bottom turnbuckle. Um, and I, I thought it was funny to see uh, Dakota brought her shovel and left it under the, under the ring. When, like when they when you pull a chair off from under the ring, I'm cool with it. I understand that there are probably chairs under the ring. When you when you pull out a table, that's fine. Toolbox? All right. Kendo stick, you're starting to push it. I don't understand why there's a kendo stick under the ring unless you put it there. Um, but your own personal shovel? All right. That's that's a bit that you were planning this thing. Um, and I know she was, but I um but she stalks her with the shovel and then she gets kicked in the gut. And uh and and that was where the match effectively ended. So what are your thoughts up until the match ended the way the match ended?
1: up until then i really liked it Yeah, (laughs) i thought it was a great match i uh similarly i loved the promos going into it this the past two weeks finish aside felt like we saw some really great pro wrestling in the women's division like saray was so great last week kaylee ray's a monster uh it makes me pine for the old NXT because I don't know where all that's going to go. But this match was great. Raquel's wonderful. I'm wondering if she will get called up sooner rather than later, especially with the release of Nia Jax, um, because she could fill that void very easily and better, in my opinion. I've been rooting for that for a while. So
0: one quick thing: i I'm I'm convinced the reason they termed Dewdrop heel is because that's the role that Dewdrop is going to fill that Vince uh, is going to make her his Nia Jax because that's all he sees. Hey, I just, I just fired this big one. I got another big one. I'll just slaughter right in there. And I'm. I was, um, yep.
1: That's a really good point though. I do think having someone that can do that on each brand, on but I guess I just need to kind of yeah. pushing Tamina again too. So whatever, yeah, but, blah, blah, blah. um, but yeah, no, I Raquel is, is a very skilled wrestler and can do things that a lot of other women just can't do because of her size and her strength with that size. So this was a great match. You can tell they're familiar with each other. They just have that thing where it's just like, uh, like really good improv comedy. If you see it, like, you know, everybody knows what the, they're doing. Like, like, you know, every, oh, I know what you, where you're going with this. Like, They have really, really good chemistry with that stuff. I also like the lower turnbuckle. I think more people should do the lower turnbuckle. I think more people should kick out at one and a half. That's my opinion on things. So really, really liked those. Knew this ending was coming. Hated this ending. Um, Just book wins and losses, people. Come on.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, Especially
1: in the main event. Yeah. Um, It's not important if you do that. That's annoying.
0: Um, so, uh, Toxic Attraction, uh, comes out and attacks, uh, Raquel, and I, I thought immediately of the, the, uh, little reaction video, uh, that I've seen many times posted on, on the Twitter of Kevin Nash, uh, in an interview, uh, long after he retired, uh, and he just says, motherfucker, everything that is about you. And and I sort of that's what I thought about about toxic attraction. Come on, just let us have the end of the match, girls. Couldn't you just um? And then of course the whole thing breaks down because uh because I uh, didn't. Cora Jade come out with her skateboard, her tiny teeny eensy weensy itty bitty little skateboard, and she starts hitting people with it. Um and then the, the music hits and it's no Zoe Stark and we know she has like, a, by the way, we didn't talk about this but Zoe Stark has a torn ACL and MCL that <laughs> sucks. Um, because she's great and I hope she gets back as soon as possible. But um, she uh she comes out on crutches and I'm like, well, what's what's this? Uh, was it was the, was the surgery a miracle and now she can wrestle again? No. Turns out she's just out there to have crutches. So that Eo Shirai can come out, take one of her crutches, comes in the ring, and they beat up all the all the, the bad ladies. And then um, they, they the three of them, uh, Raquel and Eo and Cora Jade stand in the middle of the ring with uh with Toxic Attraction and Dakota on the outside. And Eo Shirai says, War games! And it was at that moment I, I got very concerned about William Regal. Because there's no reason if he's if he's healthy and alive, you wouldn't just have him come out and say it himself. He doesn't have to say anything else. He just, just- has to say, War Games! He just has to say it in his voice. Because otherwise it's not real. You'll never it convince me
1: that it's real. It's not. And you know what? I get more and more concerned every week for William Regal because there just seems to be more and more murderers. Yeah. Like, maybe I wouldn't be so good. I would think maybe William Regal's on vacation if Tony D'Angelo didn't maybe have a problem with some authority figures. Maybe (laughs) want to throw some people in a trunk or Dexter Loomis wasn't just opening up his jacket and there's an axe in there. Yeah. What if he's dead? Yeah. What if the war game is they murdered William Regal? I have concerns. (laughs)
0: Mark Lasper says, Does Regal have a good relationship with anybody in AEW? Because <laughs> he's odd. It's odd to leave him off the TV for, for so long, but then he survives X billion releases. Hashtag Kflex rules. Um, thank you. Yeah, and, and I, I don't know who the fourth is. Who would you who would you who would you assume the fourth is? Because it ain't Zoe Stark. Who's the fourth? Raquel, EO, um Cora Jade, and Kaylee Ray.
1: Kaylee, I was gonna say,
0: which is kind of funny because Kay wasn't. Now was it this? Was it this one or two ones ago? It was this one. Was it the most recent one? Was Kaylee Ray in the most recent one? No. Yeah,
1: she was, wasn't she?
0: Ra- well, like in the most recent one, Raquel ended it by by choke slamming, power bombing, whatever. EO, through a table, and now they're on the same team. Um. I just think that's funny, so I don't know. Maybe it is Kaylee Ray. Maybe it is the she, they mentioned her on Lash Legend, so maybe it is Kaylee Ray. Sure. Um, uh, yeah, um, I guess
1: I just didn't need this here.
0: <laughs> Humper Chats is being very evil, says Normhausen. Here is a small sack of monies for Kalex for watching, so I don't have to. Happy Gabagool giving. Um, thank you, Normhausen. Um,
1: Thank you. Yeah. Sorry that the Humper chats are being very evil because they should be very nice.
0: They should be very nice. Um, uh, we got another one here about about old uh, William Regal. Cats sent a Humber chat earlier saying coming in late, but clearly William Regal is still undercover investigating the identity of Fuego too. It's very true. Um, That's
1: extremely likely. Yeah, no, my he's... guess is there's got to be something where. He and Samoa Joe are coming back together. That's the only thing that I could think of. But like at least have him come say war games, man.
0: Just, just have him come say war games, man. Just war games, man. Even um,
1: if it's by a satellite. Yes. Go, war games and then disappear on yeah. the Titan.
0: Um, Saray would be a good choice, Patrick Mason, but Saray went home. She went back to Japan. She'll be back when 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 she comes back, but she's yeah. And yeah, Kaylee Ray was in 2019 War Games. Um, she jumped off the top rope near the end, and Rhea Ripley decapitated her with a trash can. Um, that it's was crazy. one of my favorite spots in that match, which was which was a great match. Might be one of my favorite matches, yeah. male or female, from NXT 1.5 was that Women's War Games
1: 2019.
0: 2019 predates the pandemic which feels like a thousand years ago. Um, so uh, we are now in the, uh, the, we're now at the end people. We have, we There's have
1: a, uh, get sup- your humper chats in.
0: Yeah,
1: Please. here we go. Um, it's so- time for the wheel. Of <laughs> Alex.
0: Well, Next. you got to do some too, apparently because <laughs> Reese, Reese power asks, can Alex do Danhausen?" Uh The answer is no. Uh, but the batted to one jam beard wants you to do Danhausen.
1: I can't really do a Danhausen, can I? <laughs> I, <laughs> I, mean, just, I you
0: were doing at least you were saying all of his head nice, phrases.
1: No swearing. <laughs> you got a swear pass. <laughs> I can't do his weird little that's, voice. That's very good.
0: I, I I will I will watch uh, on purpose. I will watch a bunch of him of his clips doing stuff over the next week and develop an impression of Danhausen that I will do for you next week, Reese Power, okay? And but right now, I don't want to do it bad. I want to do it good.
1: Also, for those of you who don't know, first of all, if you don't know who Dan Housen is, wrestling comedic vampire, look it up. Recently broke his leg. Him and CM Punk had the most wholesome Twitter exchange that you will ever find. Wonderful. Uh, because he very severely injured himself at a not very severely it's not like gonna die or anything but he broke his leg and i think yeah. two or three places um at a at an independent show and he was working with our who obviously just release all their talent but yeah gotta love that dan Housen. no swearing
0: yep no swearing um
1: my favorite things that he's done that i've heard him do was what he was doing food reviews and he called seltzer water, spicy water, which I just think is the funniest thing. And he called sprinkles, clown pepper, which is just the best,
0: <laughs> that is very
1: most good. accurate, amazing thing.
0: That's very good. That's very good. Um, that is very good. Um, so uh, now we have the bad to do one jam beard saying, what is Tony D and New York princess, which is you think oh! of number one, Jericho fan shared Delaware making her AEW pay-per-view on Saturday. Hey, listen, Cher Delaware. I, I as well, am not a fan of the Judas. So I would not be caught dead in front of a camera singing the Judas. But you, you are my own personal Judas because you stabbed me in the back with your singing of the Judas. What do you have to say about that?
1: I mean, I always thought she was shaking her ass to Brian Danielson. But here she is dancing to the Jericho theme. I think she got caught up in the moment. (laughs) Look, she had fun, and (laughs) there had to be something redeeming about that stupid feud and match. She was just trying to make something (laughs) in that dumb, dumb, dumb story work. Uh,
0: But yeah. Normhausen says... Can't do Dan Housen, you are both cursed. You're cursed. Yeah, well, soon Dan Housen enjoyed the very nice hamburger. Very nice, um, very nice. For you. No swearing, no swearing. Um, so, uh, we okay, uh, uh <laughs> what does 20 D think of the very nice, very evil Dan Housen? Says the bad one, Jambeard. Hey, listen, uh, I don't go in for any of these uh, vampires. And if you tell me I'm not allowed to swear, you motherfucker, I'm going to stab you in the fucking eye. Because I like to swear. No swear jars, none of that fucking shit. I like to express myself of the vulgarity variety. And I will do that whenever the fuck I please. But other than that, I think you're a lovely man. um, Or vampire, whatever the case may be. I don't want to, you know, not here to kink shame or whatever it is that your kids say. <laughs> <laughs> um be
1: careful with the swearing because we don't want to lose our monetization. no. Nah,
0: nah, they only check the first few minutes.
1: No, no, but we don't want to lose any cashish.
0: <laughs> no, no, we we don't want to lose any of the cashish capish. Uh <laughs> the bad to the one jam beard uh sends in a super chat. Uh can we still
1: call him dad break occur.
0: Because he's also with two D's. The bed, the bed did The bed did the one. The bed did one. Jam Beard did it. Um, says, uh, can we have Regal doing the eulogy of NXT? Uh, Reg- Regal's gonna have somebody do the eulogy of him at some point because he's, uh, you might be dead. Um,
1: stuffed in a trunk somewhere.
0: Yeah. Um. <clears throat> uh, <clears throat> dearly beloved. <laughs> We are gathered here to mourn the passing of NXT. One of the greatest wrestling promotions in the history of the world. And I can say that because I worked for them, but now it's dead and now it's buried. Ashes to ashes, dust to dust Uh, and and so forth. Uh, (laughs) Sorry, I'm doing this impromptu. War, war, games. I'm not really sure what to do here. Um, okay, and then we got when we have uh, <laughs> we have two th- th- songs, one of which is going to be probably a giant train wreck, and the other one is going to be amazing. So let's do the train wreck first. Uh, Valab says, "Screw it, let me hear Tony D. Tony D. singing Despacito." <laughs> I don't know that Tony D. can speak Spanish. We're about to find out
1: justin bieber part
0: no we gotta gotta do the real one
1: italian and spanish are pretty
0: close they're they're, they're both part of the romance languages if there's anything i know about as romance despacito quiero respirar tu cuello despacito deja que diga cosas al oído para que tú te acuerdes si no estás conmigo, despacito, quiero desnudar a besos, despacito, firmar las paredes de tu laberinto y hacer de tu cuerpo todo un manuscrito, despacito, cabagú. Now seems
1: like a good time to remind people about Fightful Scraps as well. (laughs) Because if that's not going on Fightful Scraps, Uh, what the hell is?
0: (laughs) uh, There we go. Uh, Okay. There we go. Um, And, of course, the the finish. The finish um, is uh, Regal. Tonight's Regal rap sent by Vance Barber. No, sorry. No, sorry. Uh, Zach Barber. Excuse me. Zack Barber, tonight's regal rap, is uh, by Notorious B.I.G., Big Papa. <clears throat> all right, here we go. <clears throat> <sighs> to all the ladies in the place with style and grace, allow me to lace these lyrical douches in your bushes, uh, who rock grooves and make moves with all the mommies. The back of the club sipping Moet is where you'll find me, what? The back of the club mac and hose, my crew's behind me, ah, uh, mad question askin', blunt passin', music blastin', but I just can't quit, because one of these honeys Biggie got to creep with, that's right, sleep with, keep the ep a secret, why not, ah, uh, be why blow up my spot, cause we both got hot, now check it, I got more Mac than Craig, and in the bed, believe me, sweetie, I got enough to feed the needy, come on. No need to be greedy. I got mad friends with Benzes. See notes by the layers, true fucking players are. Jump in the Rover and come over, tell your friends jump in the GS3. I got the chronic by the tree, cuz. I love it when you call me Big Papa. Throw your hands in the air, If you's a true player, I love it when you call me Big Papa. To the honeys getting money, playing, I'm not going to say that word, like dummies. I love it when you call me Big Papa. You got a gun up in your waist. Please don't shoot up the place. Because I see some ladies tonight that should be having my baby, uh, my baby, war games.
1: I feel like you could have done, there's a Champa remix in there somewhere. I like what you call it a big trauma. <clears throat> but was that really the finish of the show Alex because it didn't end in a distraction.
0: <laughs> <laughs> now now we need to hear apparently from the the bad to to one jam beard says we need to uh hear the New York princess sing shake it off. And the lyrics uh are are here available in the uh in the little thing the, the the this thing you 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 got him. do you can you can you get into Luis's little deal first, and first, first,
1: first i've worked with jeremy lambert enough that i know <laughs> the lyrics to this song. <laughs> so let's just start there and it's a sin that he isn't the one but it's like say this second of all it feels very wrong that we're ending on this note and not your rap so somebody else send it a super chat because this is alex's to close out but i will say that I stay out too late got nothing in my brain. That's what people say. Uh huh. That's what people say. I go on too many dates. But I can't make them stay. That's what people say. I keep grooving. Wait, what is it? Moving? Can't (laughs) stop won't stop grooving. It's like I got this music in my mind saying it's gonna be all right. And the players going to play, 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 play. And the haters are going to hate, 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 hate. I'm just going to shake, 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 shake. Shake it all off. Shake it off. not
0: If that's not worth a 12-minute overrun, I don't know <laughs> what is.
1: As far as I'm concerned, we're five minutes over. We end it. Two hours and 17 minutes into the show. <laughs> <laughs> Sean should be delighted.
0: Yeah, we we've we shaved off. We shaved off. Can, can Tony D'Angelo do the lazy song? I don't even know what that is. And, hey, and... I don't
1: feel like. To... You don't know the lazy song by Bruno Mars?
0: Well, I No, I, I don't. Not off the top of my head, no. But the, I, I I will gladly do this thing next week. You, you will not get it for, for for you will not be doing this for. We have to end this at some point, for God's sake.
1: Like that your homework for today is to go watch Dan Huston <laughs> and learn the Lazy Song by Bruno Mars.
0: <laughs> Apparently, Luis is getting us the lyrics to the Lazy Song by Bruno Mars for for Tony to do it. So I'm going to do it, and then that's it. You're all that's cut it. off.
1: I'm it here.
0: Okay, here we go. Thank you, Luis, our amazing mod, for getting me these lyrics. Amazing. Okay. All right. Here we go. This is me, Tony D'Angelo, singing this lazy song. Today, I don't like feel like doing anything. I just want to lay in my bed, don't feel like picking up my phone. So leave a message at the tone, because today, I swear, I swear, I'm not doing anything. I'm going to kick my feet up, then stare at the fan, turn the TV on, throw my hand in my pants. What the fuck? Nobody's going to tell me I can't. Now I'll be lounging on the couch just chilling in my Snuggie. Who the fuck is? Click to MTV so they can teach me how to Dougie because in my castle I'm the freaking man. Oh, oh, yes, I said it. I said it because I can today. I don't feel like doing nothing. I just want to slay in my bed. Don't feel like picking up my phone. So leave a message at the tone because today, I swear, I swear to God, I'm not doing anything. Nothing at all. woo hoo 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 Nothing at all.
1: Woo-hoo-hoo-hoo-hoo. And if you're putting your hand in your pants, go to bluechew.com, use the code Fightful at checkout, get your shipment free um this was a blast and we're finishing before two hours and 17 minutes into right. this so we are early thank you guys so much for watching
0: <laughs> yeah um uh you follow me at, at uh at, uh alex our on the Twitter. follow kate at kate on deck i see we'll be here next week she'll be here on friday talking smackdown i'm Ron pfeiffer select subscribe for all the best news and also my podcast where i yell about raw and smackdown I'll probably be here tomorrow on Wednesday to talk about dynamite unless the laryngitis sets in that I probably contracted from my daughter. In which case, I'll see you guys in a while. But goodbye, everybody. Have a good evening. Keep cool, Gabagool.